hello! I am thrilled that Navigating Your 20s was recently played on BBC Lancashire. And I also had a little chat to John Gilmore all about the comedy of life in your 20s. Uh, it was the bonus episode on how to start a business in your 20s with Tommy Chowdhury that was played, and you can check it out now on BBC Sounds. So let's crack on with episode 11. Hello, my fellow confused and probably hungover 20-somethings, and welcome back to Navigating Your 20s, a podcast pointing you in the wrong direction with me, Kate Whitaker. Time for more drunken chats on the mishaps and mind boggles of adulthood, from the time you left your passport in a toilet in Prague to the time you got fired twice. So grab a beer, even if it's 10am, and let's roll the titles! Welcome back. It's episode 11. It's going to be a lovely time. Grab an alcoholic beverage and let's get cracking. I'm absolutely buzzing today to be joined by my friend Izzy. Izzy is a TV development researcher and has written audio pieces in collaboration with BBC Arts. If that's not enough, she's also a published poet and everyone's favourite wine mom. Hello! Hello! <laughs> Thanks! Quite a, that's quite a welcome. <laughs> How are you? Yeah... I mean, how's anyone? Like, I'm fine, but it's just, it's getting old now. Oh my God, yeah, I feel you. I just want to go to a rave. Um, but I, I should congratulate you because you uh, did a TikTok video that went viral in lockdown, you actual influencer. There was a moment where basically I had a video, I didn't even want to call it viral because it's not, <laughs> but I had a video that got a bit of, like it hit the right timing on the algorithm and I literally, I'm the sort of person that was like, oh my God, now that's it for me. I guess I'm an influencer and I can quit the job. But like, no, it went nowhere important. Well, it, it's got a few, it's got like a few, no, it's got like 1.3, I think, million views. And that is enough for me to be like, I was like, if I can earn some money off TikTok, I mean, we, that would be thriving. But I really reached a point where I was like, oh, that's it then. Today we're talking all about chilling the frick out in our 20s and stopping putting pressure on ourselves to achieve certain milestones by a certain age. We're chatting all about why we shouldn't compare our journey to someone else's and how to stay in our own lane without worrying too much about other people or society. Plus how future us will have different goals so it's really stupid to expect so much of ourselves. A whopping 67% of millennials feel gigantic pressure to succeed. But why do we really need to achieve everything by 30? Plus, we chat all about why we really don't need a glow up. So to start us off, Izzy, do you want to just tell everyone a little bit about your kind of story? Because uh, you've got an amazing podcast, Class Dismissed. And if I'm right, that kind of stemmed from your decision to kind of not do the traditional kind of uni route. Well, I feel like people that know me are literally sick to death of me dragging this out because it's been two years right but I actually did I actually did go to uni for six weeks and I really hated it yeah and then I left and um I kind of made it my <laughs> I really have made it my brand because I grew up and where I went to school like there is literally I would say five maximum in my year that didn't go and that is mental yeah. And um, it's really bad. Not bad, but there should be, you should be able to go, oh, well, there's like 50% of us or well, not even that much that are doing other things or alternative things. And um, and I'm like, I'm I'm okay at school. Like I did well. And 
I I thought, well, obviously it's very natural for me to go to uni, whatever, do it. Just absolutely hated it. Couldn't even really pinpoint why. Like, a lot of people asked me what it was and it just wasn't a thing. It was a feeling. And a lot of people have, have spoken to me about having that same thing of, like, it's a feeling, it's a vibe. It's it. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what it was because I had friends or I went to societies, I went out every night. Like, people don't know what it is. But sometimes when you... I'm of the feeling that when you know, you know. So I left, like, really quickly early on, didn't stay out, stick it out. And then kind of tried to turn it into, like, my my selling point in a way like a lot of things that happened to me in the year particularly the year after I left were because I was going to people and saying oh I've dropped out of uni but actually I don't regret it this is what I'm this is what I've done since I've like started writing about it I've started talking about it um and I just really want to break the the I don't know the narrative of being like this is what happens you know you go to school then you go to uni then you get a job then you get promoted then like it's all very samey samey and it's actually okay to be like no just I'm gonna just do what I want actually and to not back yourself but have enough belief in yourself to think no I'll be fine actually and I feel much old sometimes like too old like sometimes I feel 45 like I literally am like I me and the mums in this town we just we we vibe together like I got so excited about the potential of Thameslink, the train service coming to Rygate where I live, that I was like, oh my God, this isn't right. This isn't right. I'm feeling this way. Like, I should be going out. <laughs> I shouldn't be being a mum. I, yeah, I, I had a similar experience actually because I, I loved my undergrad. Like, I had the best three years of my life at York and I'd, you know, do it a million times over. But I started a master's and like, pretty soon I was like oh this just isn't a vibe and I couldn't quite explain what it was about the course and the uni and you know everything but I just just wasn't enjoying it and and so I left after about two months and I remember thinking at the time um oh my god I fucked up my entire life like I will never succeed like succeed in anything and now I look back and I'm like oh my god it wasn't even that deep like no one even remembers that I did a math like it, do you know what I mean like it, it's literally had like no negative impact on my life at all that I left <laughs> Like, you'd think a master's would be the same as, like, an undergraduate, but it's not. Like, things are so uniquely... I don't know why I don't like this, because I've just done an undergraduate, but I still don't like this. Yeah. And to go, rather than stay, like, I know people that are still there or never left who really didn't like it, and I think, what the hell, that's yeah. such... What the hell were you doing then? Yeah, exactly, and I think it's the pressure to conform to, like, past you and like what you wanted what you thought you kind of wanted to achieve um but yeah let's talk about then these kind of like really rigid um kind of deadlines we give ourselves in our 20s because because I, I know so I've got a friend um that used to have like a bit of a notepad where she put in her goals which is really nice but she had like this, these really like rigid goals and and one of them was like oh by 27 I'll be engaged by 28 I'll be married by 29 I'll buy a house and it's like dude like life doesn't work like that do you know what I mean like you can't you know if you've got a goal like oh I want to run a marathon at 25 amazing because you're in control of that you can train and you can eat loads of apples do you know what I mean but like if you've got a goal that's like I will meet this person at this point in my life dude like that's not how life works and you're going to get to 28 and go oh my god I'm not married I'm a failure and it's like that's not how it works it's mad because I think age is probably one of the biggest I didn't think about age until I left school. No, no, I didn't think about age at all until I left uni. And then it became the biggest, like genuinely the biggest thing I could think about for months because I felt so much 
extreme pressure from no one really apart from like well, I don't want to say society but me and and society in general like the age thing was and still is a bit of a problem less so now but it's probably one of my biggest problems like the amount that I wanted to suddenly achieve at 18 was insane would never have happened and also sometimes I really if to be brutally honest and I think a lot of people get it it's like did I kind of waste time would I waste a lot of my time by doing so much but who cares like who cares that I did that or or worry that I wasn't doing enough and actually I'm so young like it's mad to think that you should you know to put I put so much pressure on myself and I don't know if it's because I always think that if you have parents that are really relaxed you put pressure on yourself who gives a damn what I've done in July 2019 like no one gives a shit like it's mad but I think it's just the guilt it's the guilt and like I, I, I really fluctuate really badly between um I have I feel like I lived it's really dramatic but I feel like I kind of have two states and live two lives of being like old and having a full-time job and like having not been a traditional 20 year old because I'm only 20 and then the other one is trying to be young and like realizing you're getting older and older and actually you should have like really gone crazy it's, you know I don't even feel like I really went crazy or anything like I really sometimes I'm completely this like I'm so happy doing this professional stuff and I really like it and sometimes I'm completely like oh my god I need to like I need to like let everything go and do something completely different and it's so hard being but that's growing up I think mm. yeah your 20s is mad because you're expected to like be living your best life and like going partying and clubbing and having one night stands and lots of amazing sex with strangers but then you're also expected to have like a skincare routine and be really healthy but then you're also expected to like go and see the world and go traveling and be free but then you're also expected to like have this really stable professional exciting career and it's like dude I can't I can't do all of that at the same time I know it's like half of me is like do you know what I'm going to go out every night and get drunk. And then second, so the other part of me is like, I want to go to bed at 8pm, have an amazing skincare routine and do so much exercise that I'm like an incredible yeah. human bo like being. Like, I don't know how you find the balance. I like, I love it when people say, oh, like do something that's really different or won't do something. Like, I think it's peer pressure that I love it when people don't give in to peer pressure. It's just so, it's like yes. so like confident and nice about someone being like, yeah, I don't do that. Yeah. Just, I'll never touch it. Like, not even... So, like I've never touched a drug never will um just because I don't want to like but like it's just kind of like oh I love it yeah like my friend that moved to New Zealand like she broke up with like her terrible ex-boyfriend just moved to New Zealand and met this amazing guy and they've literally just like you know ditched their house ditched their office jobs and now they're just traveling around in a camper van and I'm just like fair play that is like really like yeah amazing and dreamy and cool and like just ditching all the norms completely I just feel like it can take so many different forms like you can go traveling or you can stay somewhere and do something that's still radical because it's different but it's different in your own way or like sometimes you should do things that yeah. aren't comfortable for you like I feel like for me comfortable was definitely um academic <laughs> so by completely oh, not doing that it's been really really amazing for me mm, where like where do you think this pressure comes from then like where do we get these weird ideas from that by 25 we should have a mansion in the Cotswolds? <laughs> Where does it come from? I think the, I think you just see everyone around you doing so well. It was social media, isn't it, as well? Social media is sometimes... It's, it's, not, it's not like a business tool, but, you know, people do... Like, if, 
if you want to do something like you're doing, you know, you've got to do the podcast, social media, like you've got to promote it. You've got to be positive and happy about it. Like there's no getting away from the fact that it's, you know, it's not your life, but it's something you've got to do. Or like, you know, when I'm putting stuff on, I do want to make it seem like things are going well. And also I kind of use it in a putting professional-ish stuff up there. So yeah, like that's, but you've got to remember that like, when I see people, I think, fuck, that they're in Greece or like shit they're they've just written a book or I don't know like it's kind of it's so bad for us but we don't we know it's bad for us but we don't realize how you like I would say like I'm a little bit addicted to my phone I never thought I'd say that because I never thought I was but I am because I reach for it all the time yeah I I'm exactly the same like I I used to be able to like go on holiday when I was like 16 and just leave my phone at home because I was like I don't need it right now like I'm on holiday and I would never be able to do that now like I wouldn't be able to go a week without looking at my phone I probably can't really go an hour without being like oh is anyone messaging me like it's ridiculous but um yeah no going back to this kind of like planning for the future you stuff um it's really interesting because you can't really like the future you doesn't really exist if, if you know what I mean like you can't plan a life based on you know, future you, because you might walk around going, you know, by the age of 30, I want to be living in Devon with a beach hut. And that sounds lovely, but you might get to the age of 30 and, you know, you don't want to live in Devon. You want to live in New York in a city sky apartment or some shit. I don't know. And then you might get to 30 and be like, oh my God, I'm not living in Devon. I'm a failure. And it's like, no, you just don't want that anymore. You want different things. That's why it's messed up that you have to choose what you want to do when you're like, pff, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. If you want to be a doctor, you've got to pretty much choose when you're out of the womb that you want to be a doctor. But So I think it's time to actually whack out Elizabeth Day. So I got this book for my birthday and I am obsessed with it. It's called Philosophy, a handbook for when things go wrong. Um, I literally read it all in like an evening. Um, and I just love that she has a full chapter called Almost Everyone Feels Like They've Failed at Their Twenties. Um, and I just wanted to read out this little extract. Um everyone so in your 20s however expectation and experience diverge on the one hand there's a cliched idea that we should all be having a thrillingly wild time out every night with our friends pursuing a footloose responsibility and hangover free existence littered with one night stands loud music and brightly colored cocktails served in martini glasses these days we should not only be doing all of this but we should also be seen to be doing it so that our fun acquires performative quality which can only exist through the prism of other people's reflected gazes. For all of their shortcomings, school and uni at least had some structure, timetables and exams to tell us how we're doing. An adult life is bafflingly three of all of these signposts. There is no test you can sit to reveal whether you're an A-grade grown-up. There is only the other people, what other people seem to be doing. And in the Instagram age, they all seem to be doing far better than we are. So if you feel lost in this particular decade, that you aren't doing what you should be, or that other people are succeeding more, better and faster than you, then rest assured that you're not alone. Try new things because the vast majority of us feel the same. I promise you, simply by living through this particular decade, that you are learning valuable lessons about yourself and what you don't like boom actually what she's saying about doing things that you wouldn't like or put you out of your comfort zone like i have this oh actually i've got a quote because i have it on my wall and this is my favorite quote because i always thought i need a favorite quote everyone seems to have a favorite quote and i have decided this is mine um i'm not even going to try and pronounce who said it because i actually don't know but it, it says life life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage and i just think i heard that 
it's like when I don't when I don't want to do something, it makes me so anxious. I think, oh my god, I can't think of anything worse. I want to do everything but it. As soon as I actually do it and like make myself do it, I feel so much better. So much everything that like at the beginning I was completely when I dropped out of uni, I was so like such a mess, such an anxious mess. Didn't want to do anything. Everything was out of my comfort zone. Everything. Like two years later. Yes. It is absolutely insane. But I still get so anxious about things. But people go, no, you're not. You're not. You never get nervous. You're never. You're not scared of anything. And I think, Jesus, I am one of the most scared of things. Yeah. But you have to just keep going until it's natural for you to be really chatty and stuff when it's maybe not your personality. And I think that's one of the most important things I've learned growing up and being in 20s is that you have to, like, fake it till you make it. Be you yes. and it eventually will happen for you even if I get so nervous about things but actually the more I go out of my comfort zone the more I do it and the more I chat and smile and shout and whatever and try not to worry about what yeah. people think of you the better person I've become and the older I've felt yeah I do that like someone will be like oh do you want to do this and I'll be like yeah why the fuck not and then I'll worry about it after um and yeah there's like literally no point like so going back to like the future you stuff like the future you doesn't exist, so you can't plan a life too rigidly on someone that doesn't exist yet. Do you know what I mean? Because the future you'll want different things anyway. So, like, going back to what um, Elizabeth Day said, do you think there's, like, a particular pressure on this decade in particular to be the best year of your life? And do you think they're... Do you think they are the best years of your life? I know we've not lived through all of them yet, but... The most sad thing I always say to people and they think it's sad, and I'm like, oh, no, but I'm always like, oh, I had such a nice time when I was 11. Like, <laughs> such a nice year of my life I had a really lovely primary school that was very unique and like a lovely time there like a really strange like lovely but no one that I ever speak to has had this (laughs) had the same experience but I think I think 20s is so much more pressure because there's this thing as well like I want to this is a bit off topic but I I see so much about like I'm gonna have a glow up do you know what right I'm gonna have a glow up I'm gonna I hate it. Like, no, you're not. Like, you're fine. And also, when I look back at photos of myself or, like, think about how I was sometimes, I'm like, oh, my God, you were so, you know, healthy and happy and looked lovely. But actually, at the time, you were like, you know what, I'm just going to have a glow up. Like, you already, like, it was fine. Like, you didn't need to have some sort of big transformation or anything. Like, there's no need. You you look fine. Or, like, it's fine. You know, you don't need to like transform yeah. your life and like cut out dairy or something for your skin or, you know, it's like yeah. crazy things that I just think there's no, there's like yeah. no need to do that or go on some weird health kick. Yeah, isn't it? Like everyone's like, oh yeah, I'm going to have a lockdown glow up and you're like, nah mate, you are fine. You are perfect just the way you are. <laughs> like you don't need to dye your hair. You don't need to tan yourself. Like yeah, it's you're fine. fine. You'll be all right. Like no one cares yeah. as well. No one cares. It's like a thing about no one cares as much as you no one notices what you do yeah in it like you care what your mates are doing in terms of like you want them to be happy and enjoying what they're doing but you don't actually care like what they're actually doing you know like whether they're like working on a farm or like you know traveling around the philippines like you know like you do you um so, so what about this kind of like societal expectation then and like breaking the norms like without getting too political or anything i think society definitely makes us all um feel quite pressured to like achieve everything by the time we're 30 and 30 is actually so young like i just don't understand 
the maddest thing was that the X Factor had an over 25 category. Oh like, like 25 was old. Like, are you joking? So everyone over 25, and they were always painted out to be these like old bunch. Oh, we didn't want to get the over 25. Like 26. Like, you really, I can't. Oh my God, in it. Like, I've got mates that are like 27 and they're so young. They are so young and they're just kind of balancing like, well, you know, they're just like still figuring shit out and being young. I always think that the balancing act is quite hard in your 20s, especially like the social, the professional, whatever. They're like having some nice hobbies. They're like spending time with your family as well and your friends and having a nice place to live and travel and just all these things and being healthy and exercising. There's so many things that as soon as one thing goes really well, you feel like you've lost the other thing completely, like completely. Yeah, my friends always say to me, like, you've got your fingers in many pies. And I'm like, I actually do, just because I like I like to have lots of things going on. Like, I can't just focus on one thing. Like, if I, if I focus on one thing for too long, I'll get bored. So I have to, like, do, like, lots of things. And I've just got lots of different interests. And it's, like, really difficult. So I'm like, I'm trying my best. But, um, yeah, no, it's, like, this massive balancing act. But it's, it's difficult because I think lockdowns definitely made me realise how... Like, I used to live my life at, like, a million miles an hour, and I probably will after lockdown as well, but <laughs> but I guess it's made me realise that, like, slowing down is quite a good thing, I guess. Yeah, I agree. Not too much, because I do need a bit of routine. I need a bit of routine. Like, I did start waking up at, like, 1pm and thinking, okay, um, what to do today? I guess just a bit of scrolling and then watching TV and that'll call it a night. But that was bad. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you need that time, you should do it. I always think if you if you if you really need something, if you if you're if you know like I need a break, that's okay. You just take one. Whilst I've got you here in the little jingle interlude, it would mean so 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 much if you could just quickly go on Apple Podcasts and give Navigating Your Twenties a little rating, a little review, whatever you've got time for. But it just really helps other people know that the podcast exists and is really good for the chart ratings as well. Thank you so much. And welcome back to part two where I'm joined by the beautiful Izzy and we're talking all about how to chill the fuck out in your 20s and stop confining goals to an age. Uh, so now it's time for everyone's favourite part of the episode, the really high budget part. Uh, loads of money's gone into this. Uh, it's time for the Funny Games Game Show. So Izzy, your word on going with the flow and not, you know, having to achieve things by a certain age is... <clears throat> timeline gonna give some amazing advice that's gonna change all of your lives so everyone you take a seat if you're not sitting down sit down this is about to this is gonna blow you away uh so <laughs> right so timeline my advice okay my inspiration about timeline is i want to think of something new i don't want to just want to say um don't follow the societal timeline because we've talked about that. So I'm going to say, I saw it on my favourite app, the Tic Tac Tok Tok app. I love it. I like calling it Tic Tac. I was previously on Tok Tok, but everyone was like, why? I thought, that sounds better than Tic I don't know why they call it Tic Tok. But Tic Tac, I am loving. So on the Tic Tac app, I saw someone do a Tic Tok of basically um, saying the only way you can truly 
like be free and not worry is you have to start understanding that it's okay for people to have um opinions about you and the only way you can do that and like i don't know not really related to timeline but the only way you can divorce yourself from this societal timeline is if you do stuff like if if you can lie down on the road like if you can lie down in the middle of the road start realizing that you just no one cares that it's okay for people to have opinions about you because what's it going to affect like the only way you can truly be free is or they worded it better than me but the only way you can truly be free is if you can do all this stuff and realize that you're not going to die and that nothing's going to happen like you can't spend your life like not saying something i had to keep reminding myself that life is not that deep just stop worrying about following a certain timeline and a certain age because you're just living a silly little life as best you can that is my advice <laughs> can we talk about like just kind of staying in your lane and like i'm sure people have heard that quote and it basically just means like stop comparing your um you know your journey to like someone else's well i thought you were telling me to stay in my lane and i was like all right when you said can we just talk about you staying in your lane i was like oh uh okay <laughs> i'll just leave but, um god i'm not well i do not stay in my lane enough for a driver i need to well my driving is another thing but staying in my lane i don't know i think i felt it so much and i hate to like constantly bring uni into it but it's such a defining thing to to not be there when everyone you literally everyone you know is there it's a very big yeah. big thing for you and um i think i felt it so much there used to be times where people would be um you know out every night in their city or whatever and i would be you know i really would be babysitting you know it like it was it was just such a uh like dichotomy of our lives was so different and um everything was just like living in a in a very small town um that everyone has left is so strange but weirdly like it's got to a point where i feel like it's so like i'm very pleased with the little life that i've sort of cultivated but it's so different like it is so so different and that is I think you have to be fairly strong mind. Strong mind is the wrong word. Sure of yourself or confident, like do you know what would be fine, in your own belief to be able to comp- live such a different existence and not feel any jealousy, not feel any shit. What the f- I should have got? What the hell did I do? And not feel any regret. You've got to be quite like, I know what I'm doing. It's fine. And I'm kind of luck. Not lucky. I did work really hard, but like. Things have worked out fine for now and I'm not sitting on my sofa two years later having done nothing or feeling really upset. Um, But it's really hard to like stay in your lane when it's so like wildly different to to everyone you see on social media. Oh my God. If I had been someone who was really deeply affected by everyone living their best lives or whatever the hell, it would have literally taken me out because... I didn't, I was kind of creating like my own blueprint, but I really knew on, I could count on five fingers people that had done similar things. People don't, no one thinks in the same way as you. Like really no one has the same thoughts as you. You could be so boring and you could be really boring and still have a different opinion of something to someone else. But don't be boring. You are, you see, everyone's interesting. They just, they're just nervous or they haven't, found the right areas to like 
to show that they're interesting. Yeah, I love that quote of like, everyone's got a story to tell. Like, it's quite cheesy, but it's kind of true. And like, why would you compare, you know, what you're doing to someone else? Because you all have a unique story and like, you all want completely different things. Like, it's so fine to be the mum. Like, to be the mother you left behind, all of you. Like, it's it's the, it's the discord of driving through this town at 7pm when there's no one about playing Megan Thee Stallion and thinking, what the hell is going on? Like, windows down, like, come on, Rygate, let's go to, to like, WAP. But there's no one on the streets apart from, like, an eight-year-old man. I just think, wow, this is, this is a different life. But this is, this, you just, you've got to do you. I just think... If you're doing something that's not, like, considered as, like, young and cool, I just think, I don't give a damn. Like, you do you. Yeah, like, sometimes you find yourself getting jealous of what people are doing, don't you? Like, naturally. And then you just think, well, do I want that? And you think, no, I don't want to do that. So why am I jealous of them doing something that I don't even want or, you know, want to do or want to achieve or whatever? It's the weirdest thing. And I do believe, like kind of in everything happens for a reason and like when I've been going through when, I, when I've been going through like bad times or like low moments or thinking what the hell do I do next something always comes up mm-hmm. literally always yeah it actually does like if something really shit happens it usually leads to something like really amazing and you think oh my god that wouldn't have happened if that other thing hadn't have happened and like yeah it's mad isn't it like everything's just not that deep <laughs> it's just not that deep I know like when something tiny happens like I drop a cup and I'm like stop crying because I've dropped a cup and then the next day I'll get like a, a nice email I'll be like do you know what it's always fine but I, I have this is actually quite um uh like not cringe but I have I, I have oh, this on, yeah. this um oh it's actually really that's quite sweet but quite cringe I wrote um on, I've got a whiteboard and I wrote you always come back on my whiteboard because if I ever feel completely fucked up or like really like I don't know what I'm doing I don't know who I am I just say like you always come back because it always is fine again like you know when you forget that life is not that deep like life is not that deep or when when you sometimes I have days like four or five days of thinking like god I'm so sad and I don't know why and I don't know who I am but then I just think well I'll come back eventually that is so true and when you think, oh my God, this thing has happened, it feels like the end of the world. It never is. Like, it's never the end of the world, especially at this age. We're so young. We've got a lot of life left. Like, it's actually not that deep. Um, so I guess just to finish off, Izzy, um, I finished my wine. So I guess, obviously, you know, we're sort of saying stay in your lane, don't compare yourself to others, do your own thing, stop giving, you know, age... Um, age deadlines to certain goals but how do you like actually apply all this stuff because it's obviously a lot um it's a lot easier to say than actually do it if you can do a social media detox I think it would listen I mean I haven't been able to but I think it would change your life (laughs) because it's like it's so so bad but also one of the things that I always tried to do um don't know how successfully is that I would always be like do you know what, there's no point in, if I've got leisure time, I might as well do something that can be productive for me, like, if I'm going to watch something, I might as well write about that, or if I'm going to write something that I want to write, I might as well send it off here, so why don't I write this instead, I think you should always do something just for fun, and maybe a lot of people don't have that issue, and maybe it's just me, but like, you should do, I don't know, do, start ballroom dancing, start, start, 
knitting. Like, for God's sake, do something different. Write about, write a poem you never want to show anyone. Write a 10 minute, write a diary. Do a 10 minute yoga. Like, do something that is for, for no one's gain or benefit just to try something new. Like, I don't like it when people don't have hobbies or try new things. I find it very unnerving that your hobbies are like, watching netflix and going to the gym please if your own yeah. if your only hobby is going to the gym or if that's your personality trait less like don't talk to me because that is boring i'm sorry but think about think about all the things like you could do with your time just do one interesting thing you don't just have to watch netflix as lovely as that is or go to the gym you could do a million things you could do some random things like you could do tap Tattoo dancing, for God's sake, you could crochet yourself a jumper, you could make bead necklaces, you could sell your clothes on Depop, do whatever, but like do something that's different and something that isn't for your CV as well. Like just do something that you would never put on your CV and that you would enjoy or try things that you, I don't know, that will just take you away from worrying about. Like whenever I got too obsessed with one thing, doing something that was so completely different felt amazing. Because it doesn't matter how you do in that thing. You just feel better about yourself. Um, so that's my main piece of like, oh, that is what I would do to stop feeling like I was doing the wrong thing. Do something completely different. Or try something new. Yeah, I love that. I guess I would kind of just say keep perspective. And like, you know, you've all got your own goals. And it's often you kind of forget how much, especially when you're ambitious and you you know there's a lot you want to do with life. It's, it's easy to forget how much you've already achieved. And, you know, I often think, like, if 16-year-old me could see all the things I've done now, she would be... She'd be bloody gobsmacked. She'd be like, fair enough. She'd probably want me to ease upon the drinking a bit. But she'd be like, oh, my God, you've done so much. And, like, it's just remembering how far you've already come in such a, you know, a short space of time. And then also I would say just, like, talking to your mates because, you know, if you look on social media, then, yeah, everyone is living their best life. Everyone achieves things every single day and everyone is looking absolutely beautiful. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if you just talk to your mates, you, you know, you get an actual version of events that is real <laughs> um and everyone is just going to be like oh my god i've got no idea what's going on either like i'm just as confused and it's just banter um yeah i think that's what i would kind of say one of the most reassuring things and lovely things and best characteristics about people are when they're like honest now, when i'm honest about things people react to me so much better like if say, oh my god it's just awful just like, you can still be fun about it and still have a laugh but like yeah. people love it when you're like yeah it's been really been shit like jesus it's been shit like people love it you know because you're being honest like who gives a damn and then i think also another thing is don't be afraid to like ask if you don't understand if you don't know like people love talking about what they're passionate about and they love talking about what they're good at so if you don't know if you're interested in what some someone does or or like this thing they're doing or whatever just say oh my god just tell me about it tell me about this people love talking about or tell me about your new relationship or whatever people love talking about what they love what they love or what they love to do and it's just like a really nice nice way to detach yourself from your own life and your worries and that's a wrap thank you so much for listening if you've had a nice time please do subscribe and leave a review on apple podcasts and if you've got a topic that you want us to navigate together just let me know and why not binge all the other episodes give us a follow at navigating your 20s podcast on instagram and facebook to stay up to date and see you next time on navigating your 20s (laughs) 